truth people could deny it or people could fight me on this but he definitely paved the way for a lot of the new artists now guys welcome to wise time podcast this is your host felicia and we also have with us here our co-hosts jeff and alan yeah Yeah, we in the spot yes yes so um today we're gonna you know kind of dive into music uh you know music the music industry the impact it has on society you know fashion language lifestyle uh you know and a, a lot of other things that ties into music. You know, I personally think music is life. Thanks. Mind you, you have other people on the other side that doesn't even listen to music. Crazy. You know, we're going to talk about current music now, music in the past, and, you know, what, what, what what's music's done for us in, um, in our lives and society. Um, so we're going to kick it off with, you know, a podcast about music. <laughs> so let's get it. Cool. So we can let them, know the, let them know the name, the brands. Oh yes, yes. Wise time, wise time. Make wise sure time. you guys, you know, um, What's the significance behind that. Uh, make sure you guys follow the Instagram, um, the YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe, like, hit a comment. I'm always open for constructive criticism. I'm always ready to learn. Always ready to get better. So um, I'll take any type of criticism and um, you know put it, put it towards getting better but the name wise time where it comes from one of my good friends i still speak to him till this day uh used to call me wise due to the fact of you know my knowledge in certain situations and the way that i would mm-hmm. learn things and you know break things down and you know time <laughs> every time is time to be wise and you know i consider myself timeless so it's a perfect name, Wise Time. So please um, subscribe. Also, you know, follow us every week. We'll have a new episode and also YouTube channel, Instagram, wa- at Wise Time Podcast. So yes. let's um, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. dig in. Let's 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 start it. Um, you know, music. Um, who wants to start in terms of music? What it means to you music. and what music has done for you in um in your lifetime. Wow. <coughs> I kick it off. So wow, music, music is life. What the fuck would we do without music? True, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the basic needs of life: food, water, air, shelter. Mm-hmm. Music. Yeah, you could definitely you know make music with any kind of beat or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so for me per se, you know, my generation grew up. Um, I personally love Kanye West. Mm-hmm. That's been one of my main influencers. Um, I'm now 31, so I feel like my generation had a lot of Kanye West in it. Um, And to tell you the truth, people could 
deny it or people could fight me on this, but he definitely paved the way for a lot of the new artists oh, now. <laughs> Especially right. Young Thug wearing a skirt. Kanye wore, uh, you know that. Leather skirt. Yeah, he had his yeah, leather yeah, skirt yeah. and watched the throne. Watch the throne. Yeah, which was my first concert. Um, So That's Kanye was wearing a skirt a long time ago. <laughs> you know, um, he definitely paved the way. And we were talking earlier in terms of, you know, changing the beat on a song or anything like that. I think Kanye was definitely the pioneer of that mm. to put it into the hip hop. Yeah, to put it into the hip hop community. 808s okay. is basically what the last the last decade of music was. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, yeah, see? It was, you basically it was basically 808s. It was basically 808s. The 808s the last drum. Of the, last of the creativity. Yeah. Um we're not talking about that cuz he's okay. still he's still creative, but what Alan is saying, 808s definitely paved the way for the new century of music. Oh, okay. Cuz a lot of new Facts. music fed off of that 808 beat. Facts. Facts. That's a fact. You want to elaborate on what you were saying, Alan? What you would call it? 808s is like it's like the whole the whole auto-tune, the whole the whole beats, mm-hmm. the whole beats trying to like the whole beat's taking a not even like a like a basic hip hop boppity, you feel me? Like yeah, yeah. a like so a you just like get the on melody it, bars, to it. You feel me? The melody to I'm it. I'm not gonna say the melody. I'm not gonna say the melody because I feel like nowadays this generation definitely emphasize on the melody part mm-hmm. of it way more than the actual than, rap and yeah, than the actual facts, rap and shit facts. like that. Because nowadays it's like melody is what it is. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's you you hear you hear a song and then you catch the melody and if, if once you catch that melody, you're gonna play the song again. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know course, what I course. mean? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that's what that's what people want here nowadays you feel me but kanye was more like a like the like the storyteller yeah he was telling stories he was switching beats he was he was doing auto tune but doing it in a way that that was like very inspirational you know what i mean facts 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 kanye was like a he's really a trendsetter whether you want to whether you want to like admit it or not he's a he's the number one trendsetter out here that's a fact if you really want to think if you really think about it you know because he definitely pushed you look around what's on your feet Yeezys. Yeah, okay, Yeezys. exactly. You feel me? Because he niggas was, not, niggas was not wearing leather until Kanye brought that shit back. <laughs> yes, the last time man. niggas was wearing that shit was in the 80s. Uh-huh, and then Kanye uh-huh. brought that shit back, everybody wearing it. Rip exactly. jeans. Who was the first person that started wearing Rip Kanye, jeans? Kanye, man. Kanye. And then exactly. ASAP started wearing it. Hundred. He, he everybody pushed, started wearing it. He pushes culture to the next level. Yes. He, he, he does things that you, you know, he's always ahead of his time. Yes. That's ever I since agree. he first came out. Everybody was like, you're way ahead of your time. So he definitely pushes the culture forward. Um, he definitely comes out with certain things that nobody else would imagine to or feel too scared to even do. You mm. know, like yeah. they, they want to wear a leather pants or a skirt, but they're scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Forget about it nowadays. I was like. They'll wear thongs out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thongs and high uh, heels bro, to perform. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and just not entertaining that. <laughs> <laughs> but just not to build all. off of that, the whole music topic, the whole reason why we even bring it up is because our topic is music and how it's impacted mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. So let's take it back to the 80s, for example. Yes, yes. Run DMC. Before mm-hmm. my charm. <laughs> Run DMC was wearing what? Adidas tracksuits. Adi- tracksuits, yep, yep. Adidas shell toes. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And then everybody started wearing that shit. Yep. Adidas was always and big, then, too. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. eight, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. It was all about Converse and Adidas. Facts, facts. Nike wasn't shit back in the day. Yeah, who was Nike? It was. <laughs> so, so Jordan came along, you feel me? Facts. Shout out to the GOAT. Jumpman. <laughs> Jumpman 23. Speaking of Jordan. Took I feel, over. I feel like Jordan right now. I got a cut today. Oh. Oh. We on quarantine day what? No. <laughs> day I don't even six, know, man. 65 or some day, shit. 60,005. I feel like I got two, three on my back. Back though, <laughs> is that is that, I feel is like that Jordan cool? today? I'm wearing cool? a jersey. That's I'm wearing fun. a basketball jersey. I feel like Jordan. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back from retirement. Yes, yes. Forty five. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, let's circle back a little bit. So the impact on society in terms of music. You know, um, when we were growing up, like I said, I'm 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 31. So we grew up in the 80s. You know, early 2000s and stuff. Um impact on society like back in the days i remember like rap you know it was tough you weren't a customer you were the person selling the product you understand what i'm saying you were the one on top you was like cool this is what we have they were either a drug dealers or they were flipping their mixtape whatever it was there was a hustle Mm -hmm. behind it and everything like that fast forward it to now most of these rappers are customers all these rappers do is you know sing about or or rap about being on drugs a lot of them are ODing yes and then you got the clout chasers now that we have internet it's bon, a lot bone gang <laughs> oh my god don't he, bro did you, he found jesus by the way oh, sh- <laughs> yeah shout guy, out to him <laughs> this guy found jesus you know he's got like a a, a, a khaki pants button down shirt wow. with all his face tattoos talking about i'm speaking different uh, yeah he found the lord Bonk. Yeah, I remember the they were, that was stealing shit. Yes, <laughs> yes, bro. I remember there was a um interview he did his last interview. All that gang shit. <laughs> All that gang shit. <laughs> he, he did he did an interview, bro, where um he couldn't even talk or stand on an interview. He was so high. I think I seen that. Yeah, yeah he was so mm-hmm. high. He was bumping the walls. Yeah, that he was couldn't. OD. That was his last straw. I guess and that was rock bottom for him. Yeah, and that's that whole generation of rappers mm-hmm, currently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they glorifying that shit yeah we did percocet. not grow up on, we did not grow up on that not shit. at all we weren't singing molly percocet not at when, all. When in a way though it's not glorifying it it's like it's like saying that it's like because these rappers are kind of crying out in their music whether okay, you like, I like that. And people don't people don't even hear it. people are mm. these rappers are literally crying out in their music talking about popping uh, popping perks this that and the third that's yeah. that's not mm-hmm. They're not. They're not branding it as like a. There's like a something cool to do. You feel me? But yeah. that's like something like a- they're really going through. Like like trippy red fucking juice world. Mm-hmm. Juice world was definitely going through that. Oh hell yeah! His one of his and last. And it's songs. not juice world. I fuck with juice world heavy. Heavy. You juice remember world suicidal? Your love got me suicidal. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> and a lot of the music they're like they're just expressing, and and that's a getaway. Yep. I. Th- in a way, in a way, yeah, it is like broadcasting it and mm-hmm, making it kind of mm-hmm. like a norm for these kids to, like, I guess, go and try. I guess whatever the case is, but it's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, you know what you want to do. That's, you that's know what you, yeah. you know what you're doing at the end of the day. So it's like you can't really. I feel like you can't really use that as an as an excuse. That's interesting that you bring that up. You <laughs> yeah. say you say it's kind of like a cry for help. I didn't notice. I, I didn't, didn't notice, notice that. that. Either. Yeah, and like also, I'm wondering like where did that shift happen? When did that shit happen? When Future was talking about Molly Percocets. 
You think that's what Future is talking about? Especially, yeah. Future was a pioneer. Codeine. Yeah, Future was a pioneer for drugs. Pour that bubbly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Drink that bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, he literally had an interview once when he was like, oh, I don't do these drugs. Mm -hmm. They just sell. Mm. So I'm saying them. But literally, the shift happened with Future. Because I remember, bro, I remember years ago when Future was first coming up, Astronaut, like his first mixtape, second mixtape, he was talking about drugs, all that stuff. Nobody was really relating. It was cool. Yeah. The, the the shift in, you know, the whole vibe was cool. We were getting with it. But that's where it all started in terms of, you know, these guys with the drugs. And I guess now it came to the point where it's a cry for help. Right. And I didn't even think about it that way, to be honest with either. you. And I, until you said something, I thought it was just like, oh, this is what's cool. Because right. you remember, like, when we were growing they're up. They're literally talking about their depressions in the music, though. And then they're putting the drugs right after they talk about the depressions. Mm-hmm. And see, we, but when we were growing up, like, these rappers would talk about having the cars, the guns, the women. and They, they was telling, they, like, Biggie, for example, they mm-hmm. were telling their story from the other side yeah, like they were the dealers. Yeah, they were. They're t- not talking about using it. They're talking about coming from it rags to riches. Because they seen it. Uh-huh. They seen all that shit in their neighborhood. The crack when they were era. Up. Yeah, when they were growing up, like they seen their neighborhood be something, and then crack era happened. And then drugs fucked it up. And then their neighborhood like disappearing. Like so everybody they, know, it's kind of like you know Corona right. of that time, which <laughs> right, was right. crack. So they used the drug as a way to come up exactly it wasn't an escape it was a way to come up mm-hmm. but so this generation they're using it as a way to come up i mean my fault uh, as a way to as an escape as an escape 100 yeah. percent. and you you saying that is obviously opening my mind to you know we're at the end of the day they are consumers though yeah. oh well wait, yeah, of course Always. no yeah yeah they definitely are you know um but like i said it opened my mind to the way that we've listened to music back in the day mm-hmm. like we're prone to music that kind of like you know, tells a story, I came from rags to riches, or, you know, I did this to come up, or that to come up, I got this, this, and that. These kids nowadays, in terms of the melodies and all that, are used to listening to, you know, these cry for help. So it doesn't really resonate with us, because we're we're like, okay, cool, you're just talking about, you know, these drugs to come up. To us, that's what it sounds like. But for you, as a, you know, younger generation, to break that down for us definitely puts a different perspective on it and it's a different uh, it's a different impact on society than it was for us coming up yeah yeah that's a fact yeah but at the it's at the end of the day it's like the understanding that you get from the music it's really it's really the mindset that you're in you know what i mean mm. however you however you however you take the music however you understand the music within yourself you feel me though this generation that whole cry for help thing I feel like it's influencing this generation in the wrong way. Like, they're feeling like, oh, my favorite rapper's talking about it, so let me do it, too, because I think it's cool, and I idolize this person, and he's mm-hmm. saying that it's good to do this, mm-hmm. so let me do it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's making them want to try it. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a spike. It's a bad influence. Especially in the African-American community. There's a spike in mm-hmm. drug use. Yes, yes. Especially in the younger generation. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're not really understanding the music where they come from. They're just mm. really hearing the drugs. Yeah. You feel me? Thinking this shit's lit. Like, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Pop Smoke, right. you know? Yeah, you know, like a... He's um, like a... He's like a... Huh? He's like... He, he fuck with Perkies, you feel me? Perk. Mm-hmm. 
thirties. You feel me? He was yeah. like, perk, I feel retarded. Perk, I feel retarded. And you know another thing too, like um, you know, a shift in I noticed too a shift in culture too. Um, when we were growing up, you know, I'm I'm African American. Um, when we were growing up, the people really doing the drugs were Caucasian people. You know, we had a lot of white people doing drugs. Um, the black people were like, they learned from the crack era. They were like, cool, well, this is a come up. But a lot of customers or a lot of people doing the drugs were were, were white people. Yeah. You know, so in our culture, so thing, in our culture. Folks. The white folks, they wanna, they, they, they love us. Yes. They love so our wait, I'm culture. Get, I'm they getting love there. Us. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, um, <laughs> I'm getting there. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of the times it was them doing the drugs and everything. And yeah. now I'm noticing that there's a shift because a lot of white people now are actually, you know, repping, listening to the hip hop of today. Mm-hmm. They're the ones paying all the money for the tickets. And I mean, I remember going to a Travis Scott concert. And bro, there was more whites than blacks. <laughs> yeah, you know, way more, way more, way more. It was yeah. probably like a, it was probably like a seventy thirty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you know, um, the whites now are also you know, coming into our culture. They're the ones blasting the hip hop and all that stuff. Mind idolizing you. it. Exactly, they idolizing yeah. it. Mind you, I guess because we speak in their language in terms of drugs, but like now, now you know, mad black people doing drugs too. Like yeah. now, everybody's doing it. It's not if you if you look back in our days, a lot of white people were ODing and all that stuff. Now a lot of blacks are ODing too. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of blacks, you know, became part of the epidemic in terms of drugs, right. their music, their everything like that. So I feel like at the same time, you know, they want to cater to the white culture too because they paying oh, yeah. for that's all the tickets the, that's, where the, that's where the money is at that's mm-hmm. where they're going to be making income it's exactly. the white folks so you know i definitely like, see that as an influence like 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 artists as like uh like a do y'all know little tecca yeah. uh no <laughs> okay little tecca he's a new york artist he's from he's from long island type shit he's a young cat or whatever mm-hmm. the case is but mm-hmm. a lot of white people fuck with him you know what i mean and he has a sound mm-hmm. his sound is very like a it's like a upbeat type of type of almost like a he has songs that's I would say almost like a a boogie but it's like a it's like a more younger upbeat type of type of type of shit right okay and people would say like do you think Lil Tech is gonna last and I'm like hell yeah he's gonna last the white people fuck with him mm. the white folks the white folks love Lil Tecca like yeah. the white bitches love yeah. Lil Tecca yeah. you feel me and he's ugly as shit you feel <laughs> me so it's like he's yeah. gonna there's no way he's gonna if the it, yeah, there's no way he's falling off. Yeah. If you ask me, if you have the white folks, you know, as backing you as That's an as an audience, as a as a focus point for yourself, you're gonna you're gonna keep. There's no way you're gonna fall off. You're gonna keep striving because they're gonna. They're, that's the where the revenue is. Right. So I just looked him up. Um, he looks like a nerd. <laughs> like, this 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 little tech are you talking about? Yeah, he's ugly what? as shit. <laughs> With the glasses, he's like a little nerd. Yeah, oh, he's shit. from he's from LA. Where are you from? Long Island. Exactly. Where? Out east, Suffolk type Suffolk. shit. I'm pretty sure. Probably Windange East Islip or some shit. <laughs> Brentwood, Central Islip. <laughs> yeah. A little, yeah, bro. Bro, he looks like a little nerd. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you better get money. Yeah, he, he, he like got a, bops though. He really has bops. He look like a preppy little Wayne. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if Lil Wayne went to school, <laughs> that's little Tekka. <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't raised by Birdman, <laughs> if he was adopted by white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at this nigga. 
nigga. Yeah. Clown. Definitely. That's the first word that comes to okay. mind. Clown. <clears throat> I never heard his music, but clown. I never heard his music either. But, but yeah, that's that's a good point that you bring up. How if you have that white support that you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> that you're gonna you're gonna stay relevant, you're gonna keep making money. And that's yeah. why I think music gets dumbed down mm-hmm. from its roots. Yeah. Because the roots don't really make you the money. So you kind of, kind of, you gotta kind of dumb your music down. Yeah, 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 yeah. In order yeah. to sell, I because and that's because why I feel like the quality of music has gone down, gone zilch. Every year it goes down. These white yeah. people don't experience what these black people experience. Yeah. No, they don't know what it is to grow up in the projects. But what they yeah. do to know, sell crack in the what corner. they do know is what makes money. Yeah. So like, okay, <laughs> you look marketable. So let me take you, and let me. Portray an image for you. Mm-hmm. It's that yeah. ra- it's that rage image. Yeah. Like like um you know somebody like Travis Scott mm-hmm. really took a hold on that rage, um you know image kind of like Kid Cudi did on our age. Even Kanye, it was like a rage. Like they they cater more towards the live performances. You know, swinging down the the light fixtures and shit and and doing um mosh pits. Especially the mosh pits now. Yeah. You go to a show. That's a regular. The mosh pits is the shit. You yeah. know, everybody's doing mosh pit. Where even even um having the star, you know, kind of jump on a crowd and crowd surf. Yeah. Like that's pretty much what's you know getting them going. And in order to, to make that kind of music, it's kind of like rough. No, no real real language substance. It's just yeah. like ah, ah kind of. That's the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which which I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at. I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not a hater. Perks help me feel it, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that about. juice world. Perks help me feel it, I feel Rest it. Yeah, well, yeah, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. to that man, Juice World, bro. <laughs> R.I.P. Real talk, real talk. That's a that's a legend right there. That's why he's you know a legend, but he was a legend for a few years. You know, it's it's and drugs ain't nothing to mess with. You know, drugs is not anything to mess with. Yeah. Especially if you don't have any guidance towards it. You know, you a superstar. You could get whatever you want to get. You could purchase whatever you want to purchase. Yeah. You have All you have is yes men next to you. <laughs> you don't really have that person to be like, yo, I think you're doing too much, you know? Yeah. You know how many times Juice World came on an interview talking about he was clean? <laughs> but, but yeah, but just to kind of shift it a little bit. We're still going to stay in music, but um, I want to talk about like music and fashion. We kind of touched mm-hmm. on it earlier when yes, we talked yes, about yes. Kanye with the... Mm-hmm. The leather and um, the ripped jeans and yeah. the sneakers, all that mm-hmm. shit. Uh, I even mentioned Run DMC mm-hmm. with the whole Adidas movement. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Early early nineties, let's say, early nineties. Mm-hmm. It was all about uh, bubble vest, bubble. You remember bubble, the bubble bubbles? Coats, yeah, the baggy, nor- the North Face, <laughs> the, the baggy, the baggy pants, Tim's and shit. with no laces. Yeah, um, yeah sneakers with no laces. Jerseys yeah. was a thing. Yeah, early jer- early two thousands. Yeah, it became jerseys. Rocking jerseys, crazy. Uh, yeah, headbands. Yeah, fitted fitted hats. <laughs> you remember when? You remember when men Head- <laughs> just started wearing pink? Camera on you. The tall T movement. Ooh. <laughs> yep, in my nice. white tee. Yep, in my white. Oh my god, yep. you remember the white tee, bro? <laughs> nah, the white tee yeah. was. You can't forget it, bro. If you didn't have a white tee in your closet. You kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't just that. Like, the white tee was going... if it going... wasn't baggy, throw it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if that shit was not double XL at the minimum. Yeah. What the, the fuck are you talking about? The white tees was down to their knees. To the knees. I, yeah. I, my nigga, I got jerseys in my closet. 
That's when I was down rocking to... in high school. Uh huh. I wear that shit now. Yeah. That shit is down to my knees. That's crazy. <laughs> At the minimum. So you know when I was in high school, and I was <laughs> <Right>? shorter. <laughs> that shit was down to like. You remember like they had the white tees to the, the middle knee. of my calf, right? <laughs> <laughs> they had the white tees to the knee. Then they had the shorts sagged yeah. and the shorts would reach the ankles Facts. like it's like what's the point of wearing shorts the bigger the better <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> that's what she said that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> yo it's crazy it's crazy how fashion mm-hmm. influences the culture so let's fast forward bro like to now i mean their pants is mad tight yeah their bulge is out um I really, a lot of things I don't understand. Kanye got niggas wearing baggy clothes again. Where? Just wanted to put that out. Yeah, the whole streetwear shit. Yeah, oh, street, oh, yeah. Yes. He got niggas wearing baggy clothes again. Well, he's a trendsetter. This is what he does. He moves the culture forward. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. But he, um, he made streetwear fashionable again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the, a lot of the things that I see these guys wearing, I mean, Young Thug, for example, mm-hmm. you know, Young... <laughs> Young thug, 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 <laughs> thug yeah. you know, he's an advocate for wearing dresses, wearing skirts. Yeah. You got these guys wearing, you know, real tight pants, um, you know, the colors, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I've seen some dude wearing acrylic nails. It's more into being, <laughs> pants being painted. Um, that would have Nowadays never, it's more that never flew in the 90s. How no? You would have gotten, no, 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 no. gotten jumped. You would have yeah. been clowned on. You would have yeah, no, gotten and jumped. They would have ran you out the business. But this day and age is all about being a creative. It's all about having your own style. Nobody want to dress the same. You know yeah, what I mean? so you shave your nah. eyebrows and you get acrylic nails. <laughs> nah, First man. off, I'm you saying that's if that's you, that's you, nigga. Like me, we not, we're not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, you but women, I mean? women were getting acrylic nails way before you. So what do you mean you ain't trying to be like that next guy? Nah, the thing is, the thing is, they're I'm at beauty is, salons longer than women. <laughs> Snigger <laughs> with this rainbow. Yo, Takashi had a lace front with contact lenses. Yeah. yeah. And, he, he, and he had the bad bitch filter. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, did, yo, he really did, though. Looking like a bad bitch. That was crazy, bro. <laughs> that shit lost me. He's like, beauty mode? What does this do? <laughs> that shit Ooh. lost me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was. This guy had purple and yellow lace front, <laughs> with blue contacts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With his big ass fake teeth. Crazy. Yo, what was, what was you saying, Alan? With the whole, you know, dressing for nobody wants to dress the same. Oh, um, I was saying, um, everybody like this same day is more about being a creative. You feel me? The colors are in right now. Yeah. You feel me? It's good to be colorful. And I feel like social media has a lot to the do with it. The drip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For a fact. Social media is one of the biggest influences. One of the, the, the biggest things that I can't really, like, the, those Versace's that are coming. Those that, big ass shits. Those big ass shits with, like, the things on the, the zigzags. Front. Yeah. And then they, like, like mad different colors and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't rock with that. Like, huh. them shits, like, I can't. Them shits is big. <laughs> yeah. Even Balenciaga's, bro. Some of the, some of the, like. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the thing though. The that's, big ass sneakers. That's with what the that's shoe. what is nowadays called drip. That drip. that is what drip is. Drip. You feel me? Drip. Okay. You have to know how to you have to know how to how to 
how to have jeans that sit right on them. You feel me? So you they're tight, the, but they but they you can sag them. Tight, but you can sag them at the same time, okay. and they sit like they loose on you at the same time, but it's mm. tight. Okay. That is that is that is like the equivalent to. To, that's that's drip. drip. Okay, that's drip. Okay, <laughs> that's that drip. And you it, feel me? Drip. Your your shirt is tight, but, that's co- all but it is. colorful. Nah, shirt don't gotta be tight. You no, can have um, a loose. It could be baggy. It could be a little loose, oversized okay, okay. joint. You feel me? A little yeah. off wizzy. But your shoes, whatever gotta, the case is, your shoes gotta be very colorful and big with chains on them. Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. Okay. You can do a clean pair of ones. You oh, feel me? Throw yeah. a clean pair of ones on with some stacked jeans. You feel me? A little, a little Balenciaga off-white t-shirt. You feel me? With a little jean jacket over it. That's okay. just me though. Okay. That's uh-huh. just me though. You feel me? That's just me though. Maybe some of Mary jeans. You feel me? If you okay. got it like that, you feel me? But not everybody, you know. You feel me? You know, you feel me? It's just like that. That's how it is nowadays. You know what I mean? It's not like you have to. It's not like you could just, you can't just, the white tees, the white, the whole, you know, the white tees, like mm-hmm. y'all was saying, how you could back out a white tee, you could back out a white tee, whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to go, you feel me, any yeah. occasion, you feel me, but yeah. nowadays it's more like you got to put on, you got to put an ensemble. Yeah, you got to do a lot more effort. Together. A lot more effort. You got to get it so. together. And it's not just you matching the fitted hat with your sneakers. You know yeah. what I mean? Same mm-hmm. color type shit like it was in back in 05. Oh, yeah, yeah. Niggas you still remember be, that? Y'all, bro, niggas still be doing that shit nowadays. You feel me? But nowadays, it's more than that. You feel me? You don't got to be matching colors. You don't have to be matching colors to have drip. You got to. It's how you sit it. It's how you. It's how you it's rock your, it. It's, it's how you. Swag, your whole. It's how you move walk, with it. Your walk. Your confidence. Exactly. I definitely it's how you remember. Move with it. You it's me? all a part of drip. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. Drip drop. Matching. I, you feel me? You're not matching. I the definitely no remember more. your fitted, your belt, and and and, and your um your sneakers got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah your sneakers yeah. got to match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, in our era, on that's our 08. era, they, they, they had the belts. Yeah, you know what I mean the Gucci belts. Yo, tell me, we had some shitty, you know, fashion sense or, too. Or you could go to the local mall, Green Acres. Shout out Green Acres. Green Acres. You can go to Green Acres and get your name. The name on the digital, the little digital. <laughs> the little shit. digital. I was just, that's where uh, I was going. <laughs> demons. Or the girls, the girls. That's where have, I was going. They would have the hoop rings with their name in it. Their name inside the hoop, yeah. or the necklace, uh, like necklace with their name on with it. With their name on it, yeah. But them shits. Them sh- yeah, them shits was the belt that had yeah. the digital name. Yes. Like, uh, yes. And lighting. Like, we had some dumb that shit. Is too. Bad fit. That, that shit is was, bad. Nah, but you got to understand the time. That shit was hard at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hard. That is bad fit. Oh my god. Go to a party, like, what's your name? Like, look at my belt, baby. Look at my belt. What's my belt say? We had the LED belt. We definitely nah. did have the LED belt. All right, so nah. I got a question for y'all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bad drip. We on the topic of music. Can y'all reflect on, like, a recent festival, concert, event that y'all went to? Okay. And, like, what was, what was like, your thoughts about it? I went to Rolling Loud. Rolling All right. Loud. Okay, I went to so Rolling Loud. So for the people that don't know, where is Rolling Loud? When is it? This oh, year, okay. the year that I went was in New York. City Field, right? It was in New York, yeah. It was okay. City Field, Hometown. whatever the case yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but cool. you know, Rolling Loud is like a very big festival. They have it at, they have it in Cali a lot. Three days. They have it, yeah, yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. have it all over the place. This yeah. was the first year that it was in New York, and I had went. This was what last, 
Last summer, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, last summer. Okay. Yeah, last summer that was Rolling Loud, whatever the case was. Rolling, I honestly, my personal experience, I feel like, I don't know if it was because it was New York. You know, New York is more gritty. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a facts. Like a yeah, we, <laughs> we more, more we more yeah, we more gritty. We more mm. on bullshit. You feel me? We more getting to the money at all times. You feel uh-huh. me? If we not if we not really <laughs> pursuing something like at the time, we could never like chill. It's we could never it's like true. Mac and have like a that like a shark. very good time. You yeah, know, that's, know? A fact. that's just in our so New York the vibes, the vibes, well, the vibes was like. It was art. You yeah. feel me? It was cool. We mad judgmental too. That's just New York. Yeah, in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nigga, you know, you could. That's, that's why everybody's say, always laid back. That's why they say everybody's you make it in New York, you make it anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Everybody everybody was laid back. You feel me? It was a, it was good vibes or whatever the case was. But yeah. I I really felt like if it was a Rolling Loud in like Cali or something like that, it would have been, it would have been, been jumping. It would have been off, the, it would have been off the walls. Like it would have been like, it would have been a lot more so, chill. Okay, you feel so, like you had a lot of responsibility being from New York mm-hmm. that it's just like, you just know mad niggas, you know the vibes, you can't really like loosen up. Is that what you're saying? I suppose, yeah. Versus yeah, if you went to Cali. Oh, so Not even summer. loosen up, but it's just a natural like instinct to be on, on your guard. bully. Yeah. yeah, of course. Like, it's yeah. New York. Ah! That's, that's that New York mentality. It's like really like a natural, like you can't really let your guard, you can't really like, right. you know, just be so laxed. Ain't no such thing as halfway cooks. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like you're just living. You can never yeah. just, you can, you can't, yeah, you can't just live. You can't, you can't do that because that's yeah. when, that's when you get caught. That's when you get caught slipping. Yeah, you know exactly. Mean? So everybody, you know, it was cool. It was cool though. It was good vibes. You feel That's me? What's up? So who who did you see? Like, give me like a couple artists that you saw. All right, boom. I had, I first got there. I had Polo G. That shit was cool. Polo okay. G. We had Fab in this spot. We have. All right. This is the thing though. Fab. This is the thing though. Hold we, on. We're gonna, we gonna touch on Fab. I'm gonna go later. back. I'm gonna yeah, go back. Go ahead, I'm gonna go, go back. Me, but me, this I'll is the thing though. Rolling Loud was in New York for the first year, right? Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. Big time New York artists, the main New York artists. I'm gonna name it for y'all: Pop mm-hmm. Smoke, uh-huh. Chef G, Jay Critch. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? There was Don, one more. Don Q. Don Q. Don Q. And mm-hmm. there was one more. I think there was one. Might have been one more New York artist that was not allowed A$AP, to come to Rolling A$AP Loud. Is that Ferg? I believe so. I De- believe definitely so. Definitely not ta- six nine. <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. But there was. Those are the New York artists that they did not allow that's crazy to because perform. You would think that's like the because the f- one of the first niggas that they would invite. Exactly, being that it's exactly, New York, exactly, exactly. They up and coming artists. Exactly, it's exactly. in their city. Exactly, <laughs> but they dubbed them because of like violence purposes or whatever. They didn't uh, want that there or whatever the case was. Especially for the first year. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So they weren't there. So the at, off rip, the vibes were like. Niggas was already like standoffish because like it's like what the fuck those are who were that's kind of who we're here for you right, feel right. me we don't really care about all these other all these other mm-hmm. niggas that's really not that important mm-hmm. or whatever the case was but but um there was a couple artists there though there was Travis Scott was crazy yeah. at the always, same time this was, let's listen to this at the same time it was Meek Mill and Travis Scott performing at the same exact time okay Meek Mill it was. 
literally, you could go up to Meek Mill and damn near be like right in front of the nigga just, just oh, while he's performing type shit. When I tell wow. you, everyone was at Travis, at Travis Scott. No, Travis. Everyone yeah, was on. at Travis it's Scott. Travis. Everybody was. That's crazy. The mosh pit was crazy. You, the mosh pit went out all the way to like the far, that's the far, crazy. far, 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 that's, far, that's far, far, That's interesting that you say that because. Look who his influencers are. Musically. All I the fuck, white people was going crazy for Travis Scott. There you, there you go. Musically, I, I fuck was taking with, up the whole mosh pit. Musically, I fuck with Meek more. Yeah. Really? Ah, yeah, I'm a mu- Travis. Musically, musically, I fuck with Meek more. I'm a Travis because I fuck with like the lyrical shit. I fuck with the, yeah. the, the street shit. That's why I fuck with Meek more. But, but we talking about a festival. We talking about people who buying tickets. We I talk, fuck with Travis. We, we talking about white fans. Those are the consumers, the people that buy the tickets. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. That side was more crowded, and then you could just, like you said, walk yeah. up, and then you right yeah. there. Right 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I deadass would have been at the Travis part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. You could call, you know what I'm saying, call me white fan nah, or whatever. Nah. The it's, deal it's is, but nah. I'm a sucker for, uh, for for Travis. And you got to say, when, where Travis came from, you know his, his deadass idol, mm-hmm. Kid Cudi oh, and Kanye. Cuddy, Cuddy. You're right. You're Kid right. Cudi and Kanye yeah. was Travis Scott's main influencers, yes. which is why... He's this generation of what Kanye was to our generation. This motherfucker pushed culture culture forward. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? No, nah, he do. And he the, do. The, the, the shit that he does. And I love it. Like, the whole theme. You remember Birds? Um, birds in the Track. Birds in the Track. Sing that was my favorite album by him. Just, that put, was my just putting fav- that out there. That was my favorite, too. Yeah. That was. <laughs> but you remember he had the whole bird? Uh-huh. During the whole performance, he right, was performing right, right. on a bird. There, Astro World, like it's a theme. He's on a ro- he was on a roller coaster going from one end to the when one end of the concert to the other. The beautiful yeah. part about his concert, you was there, Alan. Yeah. Like you know, certain concerts, um, you know, d- there is one stage. He had two separate stages on mm. each side. And where did he get that from? And he, <laughs> your boy, yeah. did, you know what I'm saying? Yeezy. <laughs> Yeezy had a floating stage, for Ye- God's sake. Yeezy taught me. <laughs> Yeezy taught me. <laughs> you know, but it's fire that you say that. And it, and then, because, you know, Meek Mill, you know, he does spit on the, you know, he just spit good stuff on the mic. He He's also screaming a lot of the times, <laughs> which I completely he understand. Do. That's his style. That's his. He's an aggressive nigga. Spit that exactly. pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah ex- spit that pain. But that's what I'm saying, though. You know, a lot of the times we talk about these guys, you know, you talking about, like, you know, they're pouring their hearts out and stuff like that. Like, I'm a, tr- I'm a true. You're paying b- attention to it. Huh? <laughs> So people aren't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And I and I'm a true believer of, you know, you know the good guys, the good the guys that are like really influencing the culture. Yes. The guys that are that really got it down packed. The ones that with the real talent, mm-hmm. they're the ones you're gonna see still rapping. Oh, yeah. Ten years, fifteen years, twenty years they, from they now. They will always be relevant. Yeah, they always be relevant. Versus the guys that just come up right For the away. Moment. You know what I'm saying? Low pump, like we was talking cut, before. Cut their eyebrow hair off yeah, and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> I had to ask chain. y'all, like, what happened to Low Pump? <laughs> we're, 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 right? Because that nigga had a moment. <laughs> Holy wife beaters and shit. He was hot for like a yeah. year, man. Now he was hot. Like, let's not front. He, he was hot. Yo, you know, you want to hear some crazy shit? Like, he was doing numbers, but then yeah. what happened to Low Pump? Kanye tells you, like, like Kanye will talk about, you know how Kanye found Jesus and shit. Yeah. So he'll tell some of his interviews. He'd talk about how his, like, you know, his rock bottom was making that I Love It song with Lil Pump. He said that? Oh, okay. Yeah. What? He said that? Yeah, he talks about his mental state uh. when he made I Love It, like a sellout. Oh, 
he talks about how he was a sellout when he made I Love It. In his in his now um interviews and shit, he'll talk about like the person he was when he made I Love It is one of the also the reasons why he found God. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he sold out on that track, bro. No, I'm a sick did. fuck. I like a yeah, quick fuck. Yeah, I was fuck. about to say that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not Kanye. Yeah, I feel like that's not even the type of timing he's on yeah. right now. <laughs> he killed it, though. He killed it because yeah, he gonna don't be miss. Catchy, but See, that's Kanye. Like, he always going like to make, uh, like, make some <laughs> shit that you're going to want to bop to. But I like my dick tuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so... So, same question I asked Alan. I'll buy you a Bentley truck. Same question I asked Alan, Feli. I'm going to ask you. You too. Recent... Concert, festival, show, whatever. I mean, you, that you've been to. What kind of impact it had on you? What What's your the your last th- your thoughts on it? The yeah. last one I went to. What's we, your thoughts on it and like its impact on you? Impact I got you. On I got you. Culture. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Um, last one I went to was um ASAP Rocky. Okay. In Brooklyn, it was for Isaiah's birthday, twenty first birthday. Mm. We went. He had got head in the bathroom. Yeah, shout out Isaiah. Shout out Isaiah <laughs> from a Becky. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed to get one from a Becky. <laughs> when in doubt, find a Becky. <laughs> yeah, that should be like a quote on every <laughs> right. When in doubt, on every club bar, <laughs> on the tickets that they sell you. In fact, <laughs> the back slogan should be "When in doubt, when find in a d- Becky." <laughs> You know, I love all my Beckys. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, just, you know? We all had a Becky at one point. <laughs> Beckys are important. Rebecca. <laughs> Shout out to Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca. Uh, you know, that's... um. Rebecca. 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 <laughs> yeah, um, nah, go ahead, bro. You know, that's, that's, the li- that's the last concert that I went to. And, um, you know, it was kind of like a warehouse type thing in Brooklyn. Mm. It was lit. There was a lot of people. Those, those low key be the best vibes though. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It was a lot of people. The yeah. drinks were good, you know, flowing. I was yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I really want to compare and contrast. Cause at Rolling Loud, you know that it's like four different stages, right? right. Yeah, so I know. Open all right. playing yeah. at the same time. There's yeah. people there's people performing at the right. same time. It's a festival, mm-hmm. yeah. So boom. Playboy Cardi is performing at the same time same mm-hmm. time as Fab. Mm-hmm. Fabulous, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all would think, y'all would think. Nah, I'm right, going to Fab. I'm going to Fab. All right, Fab is late. Playboy Cardi had the ground, the concrete. It felt like it was an earthquake going on. Wow. I was literally, I was literally standing at Fab, which was across. They were completely on the opposite sides yeah. of each other, bro. Uh-huh. Playboy Cardi had the had crowd, the crowd going dumb, bro, Ooh. going retarded, bro, That's jumping crazy. something crazy. I'm standing uh-huh. at Fab. Yeah. Everybody's at Fab, you know, rocking like this. You feel me? Rocking yeah, yeah. hands, you feel me, or whatever. We chilling at Fab, bumping. Yeah. Playboy Cardi had the ground Shaking. moving, bro. <laughs> moving. I'm standing there going like this, bro. Yeah, looking yeah. down and shit. I'm like, yo, that's what's a, going on? That's beautiful. I love hearing shit like that. What is going on, bro? Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I... I'm standing at I'm like, no, nah, I gotta go to Playboy Cardi. I gotta go. I gotta go over there. I gotta go over there. I, see I gotta see on. what the fuck is really going on over there. And that's the crowd two, is going stupid. That's two completely different vibes. You talking exactly. about exactly? It's you're all about, about the vibe. You talking about Fab, who's like an early, who had his come up in like the early 2000s. And the crowd, the crowd at Fab was also very, very o- older. Um, very, it was older and it was very like. Mm-hmm. It was very minimized, like it was a lot of yeah. It wasn't okay. yeah, exactly. Because you, you you listening to Fab, you looking for bars, you looking for yeah, lyrics, you looking yeah. for that spiritual yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, that right, pain, right. that you pain, know, that pain. Yeah. You know, Fab's not gonna be out here like 
I'm looking for the Ma- metaphors, making the, making bro. Making the crowd going and shit. Yeah, nah, I'm looking but for the metaphors. A nigga like Playboy Cardi, yeah. I only fuck with like two songs from Playboy Cardi. Yeah, yeah. But I don't if even. If you've seen him alive, that's a different vibe. Like I could, bro. I could see myself in the middle of that mosh, mosh pit. Like yeah, 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 bro, the mosh you pit know? was a different story. So, listening to somebody on I the radio, imagine. yeah, and listening but to somebody, not even in that shit, bro. But to tell listening God. to somebody and then seeing them live. Mm-hmm. It's two different vibes. It's yeah. two different things. I'm not gonna lie. I like, I seen a few people live. To tell you the truth, like um, I would be at I would be on the fabulous side. Me too. Because I'm not really looking for the. Um, and that's just our generation. Yeah, I'm not really looking for the mosh pit crazy type shit. Yeah. Like when I when I when I um listen to these artists, like I I kind of like tune in. You know what I mean? Like I I I put myself in their shoes, kind of thing. Yeah. Like you know, just so I could finish off what I was saying. So I went to um. ASAP Rocky. Right. So we was in that motherfucker for like five, six hours. And then everybody went for ASAP Rocky. And he mm-hmm. came out like 30 minutes before they shut down. And he did like three songs. Wow. And that's the it? Sh- yeah. And the stage had 100 <laughs> people on it. He had 100 of his people and on the stage. And he in his home city too. Yeah. He had 100. Yeah. He had 100 of his people on the stage. And he yeah, just went. Homies. He did homies like. Yeah. He did like three songs. And then. The main thing he cared about was a mosh pit. Like he would stop performing. He's like, "Oh, let me see the mosh pit. Yeah. Let me see what y'all got, what y'all got, you know." Yeah, and then yeah. he went into the crowd for like, you know, ninety seconds, and then came back out. And that shit was, I was like, "All right, cool." So it's I did all of this. There. I did all of this. You had that ninety second vibe. <laughs> yeah, I did all of this, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I did all of this for, thir- but it was at the end of the night. Niggas was already drunk, throwing up. Niggas didn't even know their name by that time. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's mm. 3.45 a.m. <laughs> the club <laughs> closed at 4 a.m. And you coming out. Like, <laughs> what kind of vibe you think you're going to get? But before that, I did go to Young and May. I'm a mm. big Young and May let fan. Me, yeah, let me hear about that. I'm a big, big, big Young and May fan. I love Ooh. Young and May. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not only because she gay, but you know what I'm saying? She got bars. <laughs> nah, she do. She, <laughs> she do. got bars. And she don't really give sleep on her. Yeah, she don't give a fuck about this new generation. She got bars. So as a new generation coming up, but still got that old school flow, yes. got the bars, I fucks with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she's on there. You know what I'm saying? She's performing. I did. I was like pretty close to the stage. You know, she's performing, mainly speaking to the baddies, whatever it is, you know. But she's up there. She's got flow. She's got rap. She's yeah, definitely, definitely got the definitely. bars. And she definitely got the cadence. And she definitely got the confidence up there. Mm, yes. But me personally, from going to like a Travis Scott concert, to a Watch the Throne concert, to a Yeezus concert, mm-hmm. to ASAP Rocky, to Young M.A., I actually like the Young M.A. concert way more than I like yeah. a big crowd. Like I like Listen, the, you like being close I to like the, the hundred. Okay. I like the 100 people yeah. venue I got for that. versus like... The you know what I'm saying thousands or a million and you, and you person up there in the nosebleed. Yeah, nose yeah. like, it's yeah. not as enjoyable. Like right. exactly. when, I, when I'm down there in front of the artists and it's just a few of us, I feel you know connected. Right, I feel yeah. connected. So I like the you know can you come up where you could go to like nah, a small fact. venue fact, and you could just yeah. vibe with the person. You I know, agree. I agree for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, for I sure. I like that way more. I mm-hmm. I personally, I personally, one of my favorite artists nowadays, one of my new favorite artists nowadays is Jay Critch. Shout out to right. Mm-hmm. I w- yeah, yeah. I've been to Brooklyn. I've been to uh, is it two or three? I think I've been to three J Chris concerts in my whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they were all at the same venue. Um, what venue is that? Irving Plaza. Irving okay, Plaza. that's in the city, right? Nah, Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. okay. Brooklyn, Irving Plaza in Brooklyn, and it's mm-hmm. a very small venue. It's probably feel mm-hmm. like hundred to two hundred, some okay. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Around you know around that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's cool because the crowd. 
Like, even the videos I have saved, the crowd is going berserk. And yeah, you yeah. can hear the crowd singing with him. And it's really a different feeling. Yeah, like, it's you crazy. Feel, you feel that energy. And, and he's yeah. right in front of niggas. Yeah, he's right yeah, in yeah, front of right niggas. Just, just going, you know, doing his little dance and shit. Like and everybody's going crazy, right? Uh-huh. You feel me? Right next to each other type shit. So mm-hmm. it was cool. Like, it was a standing room. There was no seats or whatever the case was. That shit is that shit is mad cool compared to the Travis was cool because you know he was Travis. It's was Travis, yeah, yeah, Travis, it's Travis. Was different. Travis yeah. was different. He was on a roller coaster, fucking yeah, going back and forth, rolling a- around good. the stadium and mm-hmm. shit, bro. Yeah, and he's he's like a household name, so he needs yeah, so a bigger, loud. A bigger like venue. A, he's got more fans. He got more yeah, tickets yeah, yeah, to sell. He's got yeah. more to do at the. Yeah. Yeah. Acreage was still lit as hell, though. Yeah, Acreage was still lit as hell, though. But those small, intimate venues, I agree with y'all. That's you can't top that. You yeah. can't top that. A hundred percent. And it's it's like it's it's a good vibe, you feel me? I agree. So um, you know, I wanted to go into you know, the language language that um <clears throat> these artists, you know, kinda influence in terms of the swagger, the language and everything that comes with it. Cause yeah. me growing up, um, you see me I'm doing like six things at the same time over here. Um, you know, growing up what do we used to say? We used, to, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we did not say lit. Yeah, we definitely that was, did not that say lit. That wasn't our generation. We definitely did not say lit. We, what, what was shit? What y'all niggas saying? We definitely, we, we don't, bro. The what no corny <laughs> shit was y'all saying, <laughs> bro. The no cap or like we nah. didn't even know what a no cap was. Word. No cap. I'm no still cap. trying to figure out how to use that in a sentence. Right. No he, cap. The other day he was like, "Yo, I'm not jacking it." I'm like, "Jacking? What are you talking about? <laughs> jack? Not jacking? Like, that's some New York yeah. shit." But I, I, I that's some New that's York one of the few shit I could, I could understand. Yeah, but you remember back in the days where like we used to, you was like, "Yo, let me get my jack." We used to call our phones a yeah, jack yeah, yeah. like yeah, we, we still we, do that yeah so how do you use both both the same word Jacking? in two contexts <laughs> bro it's a completely different context why because like one's a, a verb and like one's a, a yo, object yo yo you jacking nah, my nah, nah, shit nah, nah, jeff you nah, jeff you want to go for a run tomorrow like on some cool shit yeah Okay, he's jacking it. Jacking. You feel me? He's oh, jacking so, it. So it's like I agree with you. Yeah, like, like you I, could I fuck jack with that. It. Yeah, you could jack that. Okay. You could fuck with it. Okay. You could jack that. You okay. feel me? Like if if he was like, yo, let's go get some money tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, Yeah, I could jack it. Let's go. Oh, fuck it. Okay. I can okay. fuck with that. That's what that means. I didn't, but if I didn't like, know that. If he's like, yo, let's go blow a couple thousand on some on some on some lottery or then some you're shit. Not nah, jacking I'm that. not jacking that. <laughs> I'm not jacking that. Nah, I know how to use it in a sense. I'm not jacking that, bro. You could do that shit by yourself. I'm not jacking it. It's lit, lit. That's another like new. Yeah, lit. That shit was Lydia. when we was growing up. <laughs> we but had, what, what was there when we were growing up? We faded. Like, Let's get faded. Ooh, faded. <laughs> yeah. you, you, oh, you nice. You nice. Yeah, we're we're. I'm nice. feeling nice right now. Uh, nice. Yeah. Definitely oh, nice. Now. What else? What else? We, we, right we used now. to say bent. Yeah, we used to. We used to, we used to say bent. We used to say bent. Um, white girl wasted. White girl wasted. Yeah, we definitely oh, how no. twisted, <laughs> bro. Cause you gotta understand, twisted. Our ge- generation <laughs> <laughs> twisted, yes. Our generation just started <laughs> chilling with the white, with the white girls the and white. white, with the whites and the white girls. So like we, the, the white. You see, we had we had a name for them called Becky. We Becky. had white girl wasted when you was drunk out of your mind, cause Word. all the white girls you was chilling with was mad wasted and they gave you all head. <laughs> so it was like Becky, white girl wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I love my white girls. You know what I'm saying? Word, just shout saying. out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What other language? Like, you know, it's just a lot of... 
Yeah, a little swing. Ja- like also too, I noticed like different cultures, like you know, down south, uh, North Carolina, they, mm. they use some necks. Yeah, they use the cuz, yo cuz, what up cuz? Subdivision, like little baby cuz. and gunner. They're yeah. from down south. They yeah. got their little. They got their own little. I don't even understand what they be talking <laughs> about. To tell you the truth, like if they sat here on an interview, half the time I need a translator. Dead <laughs> yeah. ass. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. New York <laughs> niggas, we got our slang. Atlanta niggas got their slang. Cali niggas got their slang. Yeah. Facts. But I like how the, you know, the music is is, is, is kind of like statewide. Right. You know, we all kind of get a little taste of everybody's stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the beautiful thing about hip hop is mm-hmm. is it relates to where you're from. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of, you know, representation. But we all come from that. It might be like a different, a slightly different language, a slightly different mm-hmm upbringing but it's yes, still yes. At, at the root it's all the same so yes. that's, that's why we all understand it <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. i got a question for you another question for y'all mm-hmm. since we on the topic of music i want to know like what's y'all most starting with felicia i want to know like what's your most influential artist you would say in your lifetime definitely kanye west mm. definitely kanye west bro i'm i'm a fiend for Kanye West, I was always a fiend for Kanye West. You know, I know all his music, most of the words to every song. Yeah. Um, but not only that, like Kanye West was a pivot. He was he was kind of like a soundtrack to my life. Mm. Like a lot of the things that I was going through, I felt like his music was, you know, for example, 808 and Heartbreak. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? 808 and Heartbreak. Just left mom crib. You know what I'm saying? I know Kanye just left. I was a, you know, college dropout. You could call it late registration. You know, the first song that got, oh, when it all, when it all falls down. Once mm-hmm. I heard that song, I was like, who is this guy? And I started researching him crazy. And then boom, that's, and you know, you love an artist when you remember what song got you there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that song specifically. Right. So I started researching him, whatever. So and that's another beautiful thing about music. Right. It couldn't. Bring you back to a time when you was like, yeah. fucked up. Exactly, and it could also get you through that fucked up moment. Exactly, and, so I, yeah. and I'm gonna get there. So my, you yeah, know, exactly. no, you good, you good. So um, that's when I and then I left my mom crib and it was like, Adrian and heartbreaks, bro. I remember, you know, his mom passed and stuff, and I remember we was in the base, my basement, for about a year or so, and everybody's like, yo, where's Kanye West? And I was like, yo, I guarantee you guys, Kanye West. Is coming back. I'm like, Kanye West is coming back. Nobody believed me. And then he dropped all of the lights. But you remember what version we had? Mm-hmm. All of the lights was leaked. And Drake had a verse yes, on know. all of the lights. Mm-hmm. And that got leaked to us. And I'm like, yo, guys, listen to this. All of the lights with Drake on and shit. Who the fuck is this Drake nigga? <laughs> <laughs> is, that still, is that leak still out? Um, I mean, I think I, I heard it. Find it on yeah, we could definitely find it. Yeah, got to. I don't think I ever heard that shit. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Drake, Drake was leaked on it. We thought Drake was going to be on the original song. And then Drake wasn't. Yeah. And then my beautiful Dirk Twisted Fantasy Ooh. came out. Mind you, that's when I had just broken wow. up with my girlfriend. That shit was like and a movie. And the movie, bro, I have a whole Phoenix tattooed on my right arm mm. from that movie. My beautiful dog. What's the significance of that? You know, Phoenix is a mythical creature. Basically, what it does is um, once it's ready, once it's like full grown, whatever, it burns to the sky. It burns and the ashes fall. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the meaning of a phoenix is it rises again 
the next day, as morning comes, it rises again from its ashes. Okay. And it's all, it's a bird all over again. Okay. It's, it's kind of like us every day. And that whole meaning. So, so I guess to like break that down into simple terms. Oh, no, I'll break it down. It's, it's for people that don't understand. It's oh, like, I was going to do that. So it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I get it. But I, for, the, yeah, for the listeners. For, for, the, for listeners, the listeners, yeah. I'm going to tie it into Kanye's perspective. Okay. Because it ties into my story. So on the um on the entire 33-minute 30, 30, short film of Kanye, he talks about, you know, living his life. And then kind of like being different in this world. And when you're different, they try to tear you down. Yes. That's pretty much like the whole thing. And he's talking about being authentic. Like a phoenix is authentic. Mm -hmm. And then through the process of life, you shed parts of you. So shedding parts of you is kind of like burning, you know, letting that part go and rising from your ashes is becoming a different version of letting yourself. Those. I hope I simplified it for you. Yeah, I don't know no, if that's what you were looking for. I, I, <laughs> I understood you from the jump. I was just trying to make you simplify it yeah. for somebody who might not understand it. Yes. If anybody <laughs> can just go on YouTube and put my beautiful dog twisted fantasy, you know, movie. It's about 33 minutes, but it's the best movie you ever see. I watch that shit. Over and over and over again. So, that helped me get through a breakup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Hell, hell yeah. Go what? <laughs> you, it's funny because I had just broken up with Shorty and then that album came out. Mm. And I remember anybody that knows me at that point in time, I was playing that album and the movie on repeat for the next like month. It was just going and going and going. And it was, you know, I'm not going to go into detail, yeah. but it definitely, it definitely, you know, framed a good part of, you know, one of my hardest times. Okay. Word. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And then, you know, going, going after that, Watch the Throne came out. And I remember when Watch the Throne came out, that's when I had just, you know, me and um, one of my best friends, Joel, Miriam's mm -hmm. twin brother. I mean, t yeah, twin brother. He came through and we, he liked Kanye too. And okay. then we, was, I was just getting to a new part of my life where I was like leaving the, Oh, I'm in a relationship part. Like from, from going to high school, getting into relationship. Uh -uh. So like part of high school, part of me left. Yeah. So now I was in adult. You're entering a new phase. Exactly. I'm entering a new phase. that's funny that you say that. Uh-huh. Kanye with that music, my beautiful dark twist of fantasy, completely different vibe from, from Watch, Watch the, the Throne. Throne. <laughs> exactly. And then, and it's not even only that too, and then I was getting real close with Joel. Mm. So I felt like he was my partner in crime because he got me because he was older than me. You know, yeah. he's about, he's a good, he's about like seven years older than me. You know okay. what I'm saying? And um, I always hung out with older people because my mentality, <laughs> wise time, makes sense. So mm -hmm. um, he really got me out of that he would take he took me to like fetish parties and shit that I never went to before, like in the city, hanging out all the time. So um he really took me out of that like high school mentality, that young person mentality an and adult. put me into, into an adult. So when Watch the Throne came out, he came over with the album and he's like, Yo, we gonna listen to this. I'm like, Oh shit, it's out. So we sat on my so I had my bed and we sat on my bed. I sat on one side, he sat on the other, head to head. And we listened to the whole album from front to bottom. Mm. And that's what solidified our relationship. And, any t and so any day after that day, we considered ourselves as best friends. Because we was our version of Watch the Throne. Because mm. when me and him connect, bro, when we go to a place or we go to a club, like, we're unstoppable. You're looking <laughs> at us like we're like, God, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. baddies would look like, like we annihilate any. He took me to raves and all that shit, but we'll annihilate 
any aspect of whatever room we walked into. So there was yeah. always an understanding. Like, I didn't have to look at him and think, oh, are you on your cue today? Yeah. No, he was he constantly know. on his cue. Yeah. So he was constantly pushing me to be a better person. Like, mm. yo, bro, let's make the best out of right now. Let's make the best out of this moment. You know what I'm saying? And we were sitting, and we still, to this day, you know, idolize each other. We look at each other as, you know, somebody to look up to. Right. And a relationship like that, I cherish, and I'll never let that go. Always <laughs> always associate with yourself with people that push you. Facts. To, to, facts. Be, a, to be a better you. 100%. 100%. So, so would you say that Kanye... Okay, so you say he's the most influential artist of your lifetime. Yeah. So would you say that he's also... Or is there another artist that, that you would say is the most influential artist to your specific life in the past... Five to eight years, let's say. Um, that's a good question, cause I, you know, I always is it still Kanye or is it somebody else? Um, I mean, right now Kanye's a little faded out, cause he's in the whole you know religious mm-hmm. aspect of it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I always seen him as like somebody that was like so once once it was that and then like you know life of Pablo, Jesus, life of Pablo. I always seen yeah. like. I feel like I was always my generation. I was always my generation of Kanye West. You know, I feel like I was always the one that was put here to move the culture forward, even though it's very small and nobody else sees it. But I already know what I see myself as in terms of potential. Yeah. It's just about time before it happens. But to be honest with you, what I have learned from Kanye, you know, jumping from my perspective all the way to who he is today. And I don't blame him for it. I still respect him for what he's doing. This nigga's, you know, he created a whole new church. He's still, he's still moving culture forward, but you know, definitely Travis Scott and definitely Drake. Okay. You know, these two Travis Scott and Drake, I listen to a lot. You know, I still give these other artists some time a day, but mainly, mainly Drake and Travis Scott. Okay. Mm -hmm. I respect that. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially, so now, so yeah, uh-huh. go ahead. especially, um, you know, um, what is it? Girls in the trap sing Brian Mc, Brian McKnight or something. Birds, Birds in the trap in the sing trap. McKnight. Sing McKnight. Yeah, sing. Yeah. That shit. I remember. Um, you know, don't you let it out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you let out the antidote. Yeah. Oh, we need it. Oh, we need it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was also my transition from like the nightlife. I was very afraid of like, I mean, you know, I'm not afraid, but I used to do a lot of, you know, partying. Yeah. So it was a big, yeah, it was partying. (laughs) (laughs) It was a big transition for me to go from partying to a civilized life. (laughs) Okay. I understand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Big shift. Yeah. Mm hmm. Smoke some, okay. some That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I respect that. Thank you. Thank Smoke you. Some, and I love some that. One. So now I want to shift to Alan. <laughs> so since we come from gener- different generations, yeah. I'm curious. What's Word, in, facts. What, what's in your mind? What do you think about artists that's influenced you the most thus far in your life? Um, This is kind of like a hard question for me because like mm-hmm. over time, over time, I listen to a lot of music. I listen to a lot of different. Um, yeah, and I know genres, you listen to the I old shit. You could say too. a lot of different yeah. artists, and it's that and the third, and it's like over time, I kind of, however, however, I was you know doing life at the time. That's kind of the artist that I was like drifting Gra- to, gravitating to, <laughs> yeah. to yeah, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Uh-huh. You feel me? But nah, Kanye West was definitely Felicia already summed up Kanye. Though I don't really want to talk too much on that nigga. But, okay, but. 
he was definitely my first artist that I really like focused on. Yeah. You feel me? And when the the time the time that I was like really, really um focusing on Kanye, like I I definitely I always you know listen to his music. I always fuck with his music, but him as a person. I really started fucking with him when he was doing like the whole fashion shit. You right. feel me? He was fu- he, ah, right. he left he left Nike. You feel me? He was doing this that in the third. He wasn't really making music at that time. Yeah, like I was I like I listened to him like you know beautiful dark twisted fantasy whatever the case is. I listened. I was listening to that when that came out, and then he ain't really dropped nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like for my time, you okay. know what I mean. He, okay. There yeah, was a time yeah. where he ain't dropped nothing. For me. He was focusing on the I was f- like, tra- damn. I was on like, the damn. I was like, damn. But he was doing fashion though, and I was like, I was like, I, I see where he's coming though, and his whole mindset about the fashion shit. I really tuned in with him as a person, and then he did, he did what the life of Pablo. He did Jesus. Jesus was tough. Mm. I fucked with Jesus. A lot of people didn't fuck with Jesus, but I fucked with I'll Jesus a lot. I'll be honest. I thought that was probably his worst album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Just, just my, just I, my personal. Fact, a lot of people. I didn't. love Jesus. Just, just my personal opinion. I love Jesus. That's that's interesting. Okay. I love that yeah, 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 yeah. But that was Jesus was Jesus. You feel me? Okay. It was the it concert. Was for a lot of people. And then the life of Pablo was really like I I really fucked with the life of Pablo. It was fire. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it was the life fire. Of Pablo to was me, like that was like Kanye. a comeback. Album. Yeah, he was like a he was like in a new back. stage. He was like in a he was like Jesus in a little like, spiritual stage or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, the case yeah. is. He was a little positive. Mm-hmm. You feel me? From the influence of Chance the Rapper, by the way. Yeah, Chance the Rapper, and then Chance the Rapper was before before Life of Pablo came out. I gave up on Kanye low key. Mm. Gave up on that nigga. He was walling. <laughs> I gave up on him. Chance the Rapper was my favorite artist, still is. Yeah. My favorite artist. And then mm. I peeped Kanye, started co-signing. Oh, okay. so, so you he said, started co-signing you, time out, time out. So you said Chance was your favorite artist at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it was you Kanye wanna, and then it was you Chance. You want to go into that a little? Because I didn't know that. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Chance the Rapper. Oh, my gosh, bro. Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. All right, so boom. <laughs> high school. I was in high school, whatever the case is. Yeah. I was bumping. My rotation was probably J. Cole. Chance the Rapper, Wiz Khalifa, right? Uh-huh. I started, oh, I, started, I, started, I started smoking and shit like that, and Wiz yeah. Khalifa was really that Ooh, nigga. Yo. He was that nigga. He was that nigga. Yo. And he would keep a nigga, he would keep a nigga, he would keep a nigga really leveled and had a good vibe and like, yo. at all times. Like that Wiz, Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa era when he was yeah. dropping mixtape? Yeah, Cushion Orange Juice. Wiz. Yeah, Cabin Fever. Cabin oh Fever. Oh my god, bro, that shit was all hitting, bro. Yo. That shit was all hitting, bro. That shit was crazy. Like you had to be like, high, <laughs> yeah, high to get you it. had to, you had you to be sober and you get had it. To, you had, you had to, be to. High and it was it. such a good vibe. Like yo, it was crazy, crazy. Like, when you listen to that shit, that's how I I started smoking. When I first started smoking, it was Wiz Khalifa. I was Wiz. on at all times. Woo, you feel me? Shout out Wiz. Yeah, shout out Wiz Khalifa because he's really got, he's really one of those niggas. Smoking. He's really, <laughs> he's really one of those niggas, man, that could really get you in that in that mindset, bro. Yeah, he can yeah. do that to you. He can do that this. to you. I love this. But boom, Yo. Wiz Khalifa, he's really one of those guys. And then there's J Cole. I was Ooh. I was really, I was a young nigga, yes. sophomore, probably like freshman sophomore year of high school. I was bumping, I was bumping the old tapes. Mm. I was bumping the old tapes, Facts. J Cole. You feel that me? Friday, Friday, Facts Friday night, me. Friday night lights. Yo, you feel me? That shit was going crazy. And then oh what was God. the um well, the warm up? There was this the warm up. The warm up. Don't get me started. The but cut. there was this one. There was this one J Cole song that really had me. That really, really caught me. And I cannot lights, fucking think lights, of please? it right now. No, lights, please. no, 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 no. I think it was something Mamba. Something. 
something. It's not coming to me right now. Yeah. But J Cole Yo. really had me. He's he's definitely one of those guys that will that will. He's he's a great. Yeah. All right, he's a goat. Point so, blank. Period. So just adding on to what you're saying, because Cole's my favorite artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of this of right now. Yeah. Of all time, I would say. Like, so let me start. Let me run. Let me run it back. Yeah. All time, Nas. Okay. Nas and Jay Z. That's, bef- that's before me. I Nas, can fuck with. Yeah. That I can fuck. With, I can fuck with both of them, but I'm mean, gonna honestly say that's before me. Jay Z don't mm-hmm. really tingle. He don't really. He don't really. He nah, don't Jay-Z get me going like that. Yeah, yeah, Jay Z, he do, but he doesn't get me going like yeah, that. I'm I gonna keep it. it a stack with y'all. Niggas. I get it. Yeah, it's doesn't. a different generation. So yeah. So just adding on to what you were saying about Cole, because Cole's my favorite artist, uh-huh. and I feel like. So all right, so running back to my younger, my young younger years, uh-huh. I, I sound like an old head. The youth. When, when I was a kid. The youth. <laughs> when I was your age. When I was in my youth. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but now, nah, just to bring it back to like my teenage years or whatever, um, I feel like Nas was like that guy that I resonated with the most, okay. and I feel like it was that way because I always gravitated towards lyrical niggas. Yeah. And I feel like, and not just lyrical niggas, but people that were painting pictures, people that were telling real shit, life stories. Yeah. So I re- I fucked with that so much. Yeah. And I was like, yo, through his music, he's painting you a picture of how he, how he grew up. Yeah. His hood, his yeah. mindset, why yeah. he became the person that he is today. I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with real niggas. Facts. So. That's that, how- yeah, that's how I, that's how I was. That's honestly how I was feeling about Chance when I first started fucking with Chance. I yeah, started he was fucking like with that too. I was on Chance before a lot of niggas was on Chance. Mm-hmm. I was on Chance when he dropped his first mixtape, Ten okay. Day, yeah. and Acid Rap. I was I was on that shit. You okay. feel me? Before he did, before he did the coloring book, <laughs> all that other shit with Kanye, yeah, yeah. all that. Before Kanye started co-signing him, all that. I was fucking with I was fucking with Chance because he was really talking. Yeah, he was he was the whole. All right, his Ten Day. His mixtape called 10 Day, right? Mm-hmm. He had a 10-day suspension from high school, whatever the case was. He was selling weed. Mm. Case. So that's he, why he, he called 10-day. Okay. Yeah, 10-day suspension, right? Okay. And he got in trouble, whatever. He was selling weed. But the whole mixtape is basically about his, like, basically, like, his high school, like, kind of not, not his high school experience, but his high school experience at the same time. Like, he was, okay. he was, you know, he was selling, he was doing, selling weed, doing what he had to do, talking about how he just started rapping, you feel me? He has a song called Prom Night. That shit is really a bop. Y'all should tune into that. And then Acid Rap was after 10 Day. Acid Rap was what really... He shot off of Acid Rap, right? Mm. But when he first dropped Acid Rap, it was all right. He was... And it's a lot... Acid rap, yeah, he was doing acid when he was when he was rapping that shit. That he, was, he was yeah. on acid. Oh yeah, he oh, was doing a lot of drugs back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Chance was yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have never was, pictured he that was, trans just chance yeah. just from like his oh, no, he please he after lived. this podcast, please go back and listen to Chance the Rapper <laughs> ten day mixtape. It's probably on SoundCloud and Acid Rap. Okay. It's on all streaming flat platforms bad, now, bad. but it's a mixtape. Y'all, put, y'all putting me on because but, I was never really like I never really listened to Chance like that. I didn't know I didn't know the whole history behind that. But yeah, at that time that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was in high school at that time. I was, I was, you know, I was getting high and shit. Mm-hmm. I was trying to like, I was trying to like do me or whatever right, the case right. you, you was. Find, you you feel finding me? yourself. You find yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah, yeah. High school was, I, you know, niggas was lit. You feel me? Yeah. And Chance the Rapper was like a, he was like a type of nigga. Where he was like, he was about having his own, his own drip, and drip mm. wasn't even out yet. He was about having his own drip and like doing, right. not doing, your doing own shit. Yeah, doing your own shit, he but like doing it label. at like a. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing it independent. Yeah, exactly. Independent, doing it in a different way and like 
by yourself and not really need a nigga to like co-sign. You know what I mean? Respect. Whatever. They, what, respect you know what that. I mean? So he was like, he was really a pioneer for me. Like his music was really, was really inspirational. I respect that. Like he was, acid rap is really something different, man. I respect that. That shit was so, that shit was hella cool. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Hella cool. And then, you know, Chance, he got started getting co-signed by Kanye. Kanye yeah, yeah. recognized the great talent. You feel me? Chance That's is a fact. genuine ass dude. He has, he has great morals. You feel me? He's, he's. I met Kanye. I'm never going to lose. Yeah, him. yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? Chance the Rapper is really. He yeah, got, he, he a genuine dude. You yeah. can tell just from like yeah, looking bro. at him, his whole vibe. Yeah, bro. I mean, he was you a see? young, when he was a young nigga, I was really, I was really fucking with him. I was relating to That's it. what's up. Now it's fucking with him. He really got he really got a nigga through. Like he was really like Yo, motivation. And, that, and that's that's interesting that you say that he got a nigga through. So right. shifting that, we're gonna so I told you how Nas was my like my younger year, my teenage year yeah. influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shifting it to my twenties. Yeah. Now I'm fine refinding myself. I'm yeah, un- yeah, unlearning yeah. shit that uh-huh. I that I grew up on, and now I'm trying to like start from scratch. I'm trying to find myself. Word, 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 word. And J Cole was Facts. like, <laughs> J Cole was like that nigga who same shit as Nas. Yeah, a, but basically like the younger, new version. He's a real nigga mm-hmm. spitting real shit that he experienced, mm-hmm. and you could feel it. He's painting that picture for you. Of where he grew up, and you can very feel very authentic could, and very relatable. There you go. That's authentic, that's, relatable. Yeah, that's what it is. And he really he makes it like a he makes it so that you understand that what you're going through is not even not it's no different. It's nothing wrong with yeah. it. It's actually perfectly fine. Right. And it's actually there's a bright light at the end of the tunnel. That's and that's really Jacob's so, whole. Yeah. I that's why he's he's such a great. He's a genuine because no one else could no one else could really no one else could really. Put that in music, you yeah. know what I mean? Put that in music and have it really be authentic like right. that. And I was going through my shit at that time. Yeah. And when I heard... So, first time I heard Cole was like in what, 08, 09 when I heard the warm-up. Okay, And yeah. then like around 2010, I would say, nigga dropped Friday Night Lights. I was uh-huh. like, what? Uh-huh, uh-huh, this shit is uh-huh, crazy. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when I fell in love with him. Pause. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this shit yeah. is crazy. This yeah, shit yeah, is yeah. better than niggas' albums. And this just a little teaser, a little warm up. OD. <laughs> OD. And yeah, I was, Cole. yo, and that from when I heard warm up, that shit changed my life. And it helped me get through a lot of moments in my life. Facts, a facts. Lot, a lot of hard moments in my life. <laughs> nah, J. Cole was definitely that from, you know, he was good. He mm-hmm. was really good. A lot of the good stuff he spoke about. You already know <laughs> where J. Cole come from, came from. You know, you remember... um. I want to see you work out for Any me given Sunday. Yeah. Any thing. given Sunday with his throwback tape tape. Any given Sunday. A lot of all, niggas don't know, know about all that. All influence knock on wood. from Kanye, by the way. Yeah, yeah. How high? How high? Yeah, yeah. Classics. Oh, man, last, call. Last, he, call. last call. Last call. Oh, my oh God. last yeah. call. Just like Kanye's yep. last call. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I am. And I am. And I tell him. And I tell him. Like <laughs> yeah, that shit was hard. That shit was hard. Mm-hmm. When I heard that shit, I was like, Yo, this is the Cole's the next. He's the next person in line. Fucking warm up. That shit. So, what are some of the new guys you guys mess with now? 
some of the new guys. Okay, uh, new guys that I mess with, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't really know if we consider him new anymore. But I fuck as y'all know, I fuck with Davies heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if we consider him like a new nigga. But yeah, not not no more. He's still under. Yeah. He's still underrated. Though. But he's, he's, he's definitely to, underrated. Definitely. Yeah. He still has to. He has to come over a, a certain hump. Right? I think it's just that that global appeal. He doesn't have that global yeah. appeal. Cause he a hood nigga. Cause he a hood the nigga. Rap, the <laughs> rap is too real. But too yeah, real. if you a New York nigga or a hood nigga, whatever, you're gonna fuck with it. Because yeah, you facts. under you understand it. Facts, 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 yeah. facts, facts. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of his biggest problems. He has so many fans in New York and not really fans other places. Right, probably. right. It's like that happens to a lot of artists though. Like they have like, a lot of fans in their hometown. Like yeah, niggas wasn't p- fucking with Pop Smoke at first. It was just yeah. straight New York. Mm-hmm. I was only New York fucking yeah. with Pop Smoke. You not even New York. It was just straight Brooklyn niggas. Yeah, fucking Yeah, Brooklyn <laughs> niggas, and then it, you know it came to Long Island, and then it got yeah, yeah, it got yeah. around, it got yeah. around, and then it got round around, and, <laughs> <laughs> huh? and then it was woo back baby. <laughs> you feel me? She liked the way it looked. Okay, it was, okay, it was, okay, okay. Huh? Started growling in the mic. She liked the that's, way that I. That's that, that. That's what that is. That's what that was. <laughs> you know who I used to rest mess. Rest in peace. You, rest in peace. Yeah, go ahead. You know who I used to mess with heavy for a little bit. Young Thug. Thug. I, I had. I had like Young Thug. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> I think Thug got a little overrated too. Just, overrated. just to be honest, my my personal opinion. You know, I had um just like at the beginning, kinda, and then you know. But one of my favorite, you know, coming up, beautiful thugger girls. Like that was one that's, of my. That's the one where he was wearing the dress. No, that was the one right before the dress <laughs> oh. when he's playing the guitar oh, okay, in the okay. middle of the room. That was one of that was you know my favorite album from Young Thug. This one right here. Mm, okay. Yeah, uh, like I listened to that. The show of relationships with Future. That shit was fire. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to. You know, that album from top to bottom, yeah. not skipping any songs any day. And I was bumping that shit when it first came out. That was the last time I liked him. <laughs> that was the last that time? That was the last time I liked him. <laughs> I felt like he was very authentic. I was like, what, five years ago? Yeah, I feel like he was very authentic. He let his soul out. You know, he was he was saying words. His words made sense. <laughs> to now, young thug, like now? I don't take him seriously. He's and just, it, and it, but it, um, like, he's just like, somebody, you know, they, uh, they drop... A, a decent song, you know, every now and then. Every every time he dropped like a mixtape album, there's always like two, three songs I fuck with. Uh huh, exactly. But That's as a it. whole, I'm just like, I don't, I can't really take him seriously. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. overrated. But there's always like two songs I'm like, all right, I can fuck with it. But yeah, new in terms of new people though, Jay Chris was probably one of the first new generation niggas that really caught my attention, and then he caught my attention. Yeah, facts. Senior year, which was like I four years ago now. Critch. He caught my attention and I is. was like, yo, this man's really have a new, he has a different sound. Like, he really got that upbeat. At that time, I was like really focused on like mm-hmm. upbeat and just like getting lit. You feel mm-hmm. me? Senior year of high school, I was getting lit. You feel <laughs> me? I was I was on I was on demon time. So I was like, Jake Critch was it for me. Like, he was... That's another Baby word. Pop out to that's the another pull word. Up, demon. That's another word. That, yeah, that demon bro. time. What is that? Mean? Demon time. Demon time. I was break, on demon time. Break that down. I was on. I was on yeah, whatever. Break, break bro. that down break for that us, down for bro. Demon time. Because we bro, old. You know, I was. We, we old I was niggas, with so. whatever, bro. I was with whatever. He bro. was DTF. Bro, bro, bro. If you had legs, nigga, if you was a female, you had legs. Uh-huh. I was coming for that, bro. Okay, so no it could cap. have demon time. Could have different meanings. 
Yeah, yeah. Depending Basically on how you Basically meaning you don't, give a, yeah. you don't give a fuck about what's going on. Yeah. All you care Demon about time. is like getting you, your rocks off, like whatever, getting lit. Oh, Demon okay, time okay. is whatever you whatever you like, aiming for, you getting you, that shit. You're going to go that. all the way. You're going to go that way, and you're going to go twice as hard. Okay, yeah, I got it, I got yeah, it. Well, yeah, I've, I've gone demon time a few in my, time. <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah, we might have gone exorcist time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we would have gone the whole hell time. <laughs> we, de- we definitely went. We definitely yeah. did. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But yeah, there's a, lot, had me. yeah. There's, a had lot of, me. there's a lot of new niggas I fuck with. And, and the thing about me is, like, I'm not just like, oh, I fuck with street niggas. No, I fuck with different subdivisions within hip-hop, like, Mm-hmm. Anderson Pack, like how many niggas you know could say they fuck with Anderson yeah, Pack? I don't fuck with Anderson. What's exactly. an and? I don't know. Exactly, half the niggas guys don't even you know guys Anderson are talking Pack. About. I don't know what Jay Krish, Lil Tecca, <laughs> Anderson know him. Pack. I don't fuck with Anderson <laughs> Pack though. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know what Anderson Pack. <laughs> not, not even necessarily. I don't fuck with him, but I don't really. I, I never gave his music the time of day. Right. I don't even okay. know Lil Tecca. Okay. Who the hell is Lil Tecca? <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know that. They, exactly. The and and I say... I, I say, am way off, people. I say Anderson Pack. A lot of people are like, well, who? Or they'd be like, oh, I don't fuck with him. Anderson Pack sound and like then, a nerd, too. <laughs> I mean, he is kind of a nerd, but <laughs> oh, I fuck with him. I fuck with him, though. He, he like I'm going to look he it He's like up. a cool nerd. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Anderson Pack? That's, that's the best way to describe him. He a cool nerd. Anderson, like I had my uh, yeah, Anderson, you know, degree like, in Harvard, Anderson <laughs> <laughs> Pack. Is that is that what I'm Googling right now? Anderson <laughs> Pack. Oh, a white guy came up. Oh, shit. <laughs> now I got it right here. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack, yeah. Nah, I fuck with him. And, um, oh, yeah. He definitely looked like a nerd. Boss. He a Queens nigga. I've heard him Boss, before. Yeah. Boss. I fuck with Boss. Dream, Dreamville. Dreamville. Yeah, yeah, shout out Dreamville. Shout out Cole. Yeah, I Boss. Like, I like Boss. He's, he's talented. Yeah, yeah. He's I talented. fuck with Boss. He, he underrated. Oh, and uh, I mean, if you want to go to the R&B, R&B side, Ari Lennox, another Dreamville artist. Um, who else? Who else? Kehlani. She's now on the come up. Yeah, she Kalani wasn't really stuff. on the come up. I could fuck with Kalani. She was Fucking still. I mean, Khaled. I could fuck with Khaled too. I yeah, love Khaled. I could fuck with him. I fuck I love, with him. I listened to um Kalani Kalani's new album because I, I really still didn't li- listen to it yet. Well, I really like the album cover, but what I've noticed as I'm growing up, I'm not an R and Ber. Like I don't, I can't vibe with R and B. Yeah, and that's interesting that you say that. Yes. That's terrible. Honestly. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. R and B is that I, shit, man. Honestly, I can't I, do it. I, I listen probably. I listen, I, I listen to R and B slightly a little more than I listen to hip hop, and y'all know I'm a fucking really? hip hop head. So yeah, that just I tells can't. you how much that I listen to. R&B. Yeah, but you gotta understand, I'm of different vibe. Listen, I'm techno. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I like anything techno. You yeah. know what I mean? I like me. I like me some David Guetta. That Tiesto. Yeah, Hold on, yeah, I'm not yeah. done. Yeah, Tiesto. Yeah. Put on some Skrillex. Ooh. You understand what I'm saying? Listen. Like, dude, that's my stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like I me a little. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. That's cool. That's cool. It'll get, yeah, your, right? it'll get your heart I fuck, rate. I, I used to go to raves a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll that, get your heart rate jumping. Yeah. It'll, it'll have you, it'll have you active. You feel me? Every I like that shit. Pumping, but there's nothing better than that, than that soul, that yeah, R&B that soul. That really hit, and you could, you could, you could sit there and look up to the sky and be <laughs> like, "Damn, this is a beautiful ass day," because this shit is really gorgeous. Just or, because, or, or it could be but raining. No, but just the, the, yeah, it could be, it could be raining. raining. It could be raining. No, no, no. no like, but hold yo, on, hold on, hold on. This is really that scenery that I need. Nah, like, but that's what techno does for me. You put on a techno beat, mm-hmm. and it goes from like. 
bro when the sun is shining and you put on a nice techno and it goes into trance and you guys know trance music yeah, yeah, yeah. goes into trance and it tells you the story and that beat is building Trust and me, it drops honestly i feel you all, all music is is a mood and i feel like it's just two different moods i'm yeah, just not stuff. a i'm just not a r&b head and i try like like i listen to r&b and like you know uh, don't get me wrong Tina, my sister used to love r&b back in the days like i do some tory lanes because a little hood to it Mm. i could do some you know the weekend Mm. because he's just he's that nigga you know what i'm saying talking about all the crazy shit but like uh r&b like jacques and all them like that nigga that boy tough he talented that's what i'm saying like a jacques like a kalani like a like I can't so every, bop to that. Everybody bops to their experience. So me personally, I feel like I was fucking with that R and B shit. Me mm. coming from the background of somebody like I was out here. I was on the prowl. Ah. You know what I mean? Oh. Fucking tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the hunt. She like the way that I too. I was on the prowl, my Gross. nigga. Mm-hmm. Like pff, niggas like Trey songs. I was like, yo. That's yeah. that's the motherfucker I'm trying to be like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see myself in that nigga. Yeah, I got <laughs> so, so you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that, yeah. That's why I could relate to that shit. That Donald Jones, that smooth shit, walking and, up to a shorty yeah. at the bar like, baby, what, see, baby would, what's your name? Right. What's, let, your, let me what's, your, what's yeah. your sign? <laughs> oh, you a Gemini? Me too. <laughs> right. Me too, baby. Right. We, we the twins. Right. We twins. But signs. see, I was always, I was always that yeah. motherfucker <laughs> in the middle of the party. Just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing the crip walk in the middle of the rave. Like I was always that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just two different and they vibes. say and, that, and, I, and I can fuck with honestly, I can fuck with all vibes. And that's the thing about Gemini's. I don't know if y'all into like astrology and shit. Oh, I know Gemini's. Gemini's Yeah, right after Taurus. Come have, on. They say we have split personalities. What you guys do, which is split, why you're a Gemini. Split personalities. That's that's what they say. Mm-hmm. I see it as we just adjust to our environment wherever we at. Yeah, whatever so, you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> we could go. We could. That, we could do a whole podcast on, the, on on astrology. Okay, you know that, that, maybe that could be the next one. Yeah, but, absolutely. But I don't say split personality. I don't got no fucking split personality. Me, I'm the type of nigga. I adjust to wherever I'm at, but mm-hmm. at the core, I stay who who I am. Of course, I stay true to who I am. And we wouldn't want it any core. different. True yeah. to myself. Exactly. <laughs> I don't change who I am. But at the end of the day, you could throw me in a room with millionaires. You could throw me. In the fucking hood, you could throw me anywhere. I'm I'm gonna relate. Of course, of course. I'm gonna also know how to too. Maneuver. You know, that's it for a different podcast, but it could also come from your background too. You know, you have been in situations where you've hung out or dealt with, or you know, you've seen a lot of Beckys. You've put yourself out there, but mm-hmm. you could still put another Gemini that's only been in the projects. You put them in. You know what I'm saying? You put them in um northport mm-hmm. <laughs> and i guarantee you they're looking at that tv like how can i feel it <laughs> you know what i mean so t- it's not just a sign yeah, that's true, that's <laughs> you true. know but that's for that's your upbringing got a lot to yeah, do that's yeah. what i'm saying so that's for a different a different episode a different podcast right. but gemini's definitely do have two sides mm. which is why your core of your sign is two sides the, the beautiful part is is two sign two parts of you within yourself so it's a lot hard sometimes to separate the two which you know you don't have to because it's part of you but mm-hmm. that's for a different podcast so <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep talking about we can't music. give it out yet we can't give it out y'all gotta tune into the next episode facts 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 <laughs> it's wise time podcast <laughs> you know what it is um so you know one thing that i wanted before we even you know you know stop or anything like that i wanted to go over you know 
the sacrifices to becoming like a superstar, the shit that you give up, the shit that you gain, and then like, how much money do you guys really think these rappers make? All this extra shit talking about, you know, they got these guys. These guys get an advance, uh-huh. and. With their advance, I'll tell you right they now. post mad Instagram pictures with mm-hmm. wads of cash. But you know damn well that's only your advance. You're only getting that thing one time. And then they spend it on a $100,000 watch and a $100,000 necklace. And then don't forget the $100,000 grill. Or they buy new teeth. And then, <laughs> like, they're broke next week. Yeah. Yeah, a lot How? of these rappers is fronting, to be honest with you. They don't really make that much money, There's right? There's only, like, 10% of these rappers that's really, right. like, out here making money. But um, yeah. a lot of these rappers, they sign deals. They do it for the image. They they sign deals, and then uh, the label's like, okay, we're gonna pay for, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna pay your for your cars. teeth. We're gonna pay for the car. We're gonna mm-hmm. pay for the jewelry. Exactly. We're gonna pay for all that shit. We're gonna pay for your studio time. But they're making the most money. We're gonna pay people. for yada yada, and then at the end of the day, the artist doesn't really make shit because no, every they every, just give you a hundred thousand dollars to spend. What not even? And they want that shit you, back with interest. Yeah, if if you if you sell, and then when yeah. you sell, they're like, oh, your advance is all you had yeah. from all your sales. We take everything. Oh, that you two know, million dollars we gave you up front. Mm-hmm. We need we need that back. Exactly. You made three million. Okay, so now you only get one million. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. Mind you, we gave you, you know, we gave you an advance of two million. So, yeah. <laughs> right, you're in the negative. So they only get their money off of touring. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's really but even when you have a label, when you're touring, the money goes from the label's hands and then back. Like Takashi's situation. Yeah, Takashi's situation. All his money, all his money deals was going to his manager, which was the manager of Treyway. So mm-hmm. they would take his money, they would buy guns, buy all this shit, and then give Takashi like fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the millions wow <laughs> crazy crazy yeah crazy. that's why you gotta be you gotta be educated you gotta know what mm-hmm. you're signing so you know a lot of these guys you know it, it, you know it's the lifestyle they pay you like these labels like you said they pay you put you on private jets to do this to do that because it's all an image mm-hmm. because if a rat like for example if i'm versace right you know what i've noticed a lot of these um name brand places they send packages to these artists like Caesar from Black Ink Crew. You mm-hmm. know, he smokes a lot of weed. So like a weed company or whatever it is that does the the rolling or whatever, the swishes, mm-hmm. they'll send him a package of just all these free shit. Yeah. You know, fear of God. Oh, my God. I wish I could give me a pair free of God. <laughs> fear of God. But I got too many bills to spend three hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers. Jeans, I love but. I'm not a sneaker person, but the fear of God is one sneaker that I would, you know what I'm saying, rock. John, yeah. yeah, facts. I love the fear of God. So, um, you know, they come up with a new brand of sneakers. Guess what they do? As soon as they make a new sneaker, they send free sneakers to a number of artists. Marketing. So yeah, exactly. So now these artists are rocking them. Guess what? Oh shit! I want to wear the sneakers that this Just artist. Just like got. my favorite artist. Yeah, yeah, like oh oh. So it's an investment for them. They're like, okay, I'll Marketing send you. Marketing is key. Yeah. Listen, it is. Listen, it is. You know, Chicago ones, these Air Jordan, Chicago ones, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan rocked them in what 80, 84. Yeah, 85. 84, yeah. 85 season, or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. They they the resell for that shoe. The last time they came out was two thousand and like. I'm honestly not even sure the exact year, but they came out probably over. 10 years ago, I'm going to say, mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. the resale value on the shoe, 
two weeks ago was probably eight hundred seven to eight hundred dollars, right? Okay. For yeah. a Chicago for a pair of Chicago ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know the last dance, the documentary, mm-hmm. the Michael Jordan documentary, the last dance has that has been airing yeah, I every, every Sunday, episode. right? Mm-hmm. Every single you've mm-hmm. seen the episode where they were talking about when Jordan signed in Nike yeah, and, and his sneakers and all that. Right. He wanted to go to Adidas, After that episode, but, yeah. right, that he was wearing the Chicago he was wearing the Chicago ones in game. In yeah. that game. That shit spiked up. The price, the resale price on Chicago ones are now at eighteen hundred dollars. Yep. Wow. Right. I believe wow. non non off white because they I have the off white version too. That's that goes for twenty five hundred plus. But that is the shoe is now cost eighteen hundred dollars. I believe that. Mm-hmm. After that episode airing, yeah. I wow. That. Marketing, marketing is it's all key. it is. Yeah. As soon as you have the marketing, you know you're straight. You don't yeah. gotta do much. <laughs> and which is you know me, which is why I love social media now because you could use social media as your marketing back in the days you know how much it cost to get a commercial to get a billboard to get your shit on the newspaper because it was paper print yeah. now you just put it it's on free. instagram <laughs> yeah that's upload, it upload a pic yeah you give it to a rapper or whatever you know they upload a pic on instagram they tag you in it you're good you now you got a million views yeah. youtube views and all that stuff so it's definitely it's definitely helped a lot more people make money, which is why, you know, part of the culture, a lot of blacks in terms of music and stuff like that, hip hop, rap is a big part of the culture, which is why it's a lot easier for them to come up. Yeah. They put something on YouTube, put something on Instagram, everybody, you know, tags along yeah. and then now they got a whole come up and there's some a sensation right. that they weren't the, come the day up before. Is easier, but the music is watered down a little bit. Yeah, it's true. It's true. In some situations. Facts, facts, facts. You guys got anything else to add in terms of musica? Yes, yes. So, um, you know, we're wrapping it up. We definitely went over. I think we digest a, a good bit in terms of, you know, what we feel and what we think in terms of music. Um, I was super glad that, you know, uh, me and my brother Alan were about 10 years apart. So he's in a whole new generation of music. So it was very good to get him on his podcast to kind of, you know, digest his generation of music versus ours because me and jeff are about the same age compare and contrast (laughs) yeah 100 percent. so it definitely worked out good that you know he was able to come on and get on this podcast but guys don't forget to um subscribe check out our youtube page wise time yes yes check out um, you know what time it is (laughs) yes yes check out the instagram it's wise time um, thank you for tuning in. Like I said, this is your host, Felicia, and I'm here with my co-host, Alan and Jeff. Jay Mula. Yes, yes, Jay Mula. and Zersky. Yes, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is Wise Time. You want to say it again? So. Yes, Zersky. <laughs> got it, got it. All right. Um, this is Wise Time. Thank you for tuning in, and I love you guys, and I hope to hear from you again. Thank you. Peace.